Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans, and that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, Heels and Quads, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout. Main Street, downtown Chinatown. Chris Jericho's coming for you. Sean Bergen's going to be rocking tonight, baby. Woo! Oh, yeah! Woo! 
Here we go. Come on. You want some? You want some? Oh, 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 oh. Final shot. There we go. Welcome back to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. You know who we are, and you know exactly why we're here. Because we're going to talk about wrestling, okay? We're going to talk about it. We're going to speak about it. We're going we're gonna to gloat, okay? Dad? <laughs> Does he talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he sounds like. Well, you really? know Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I spoke a lot of words with him. I think I remember he... Shook hands and that was about it. Yeah, we shook hands and he gave me this look that was like, stay away from my son. And I'm like, all right. Stay away from my son, you dirty whore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he nasty prob- bastard. Well, he probably knew that you knew about the, the VHS tape. I think, he, yeah, I think he was a little, he wasn't like, he was waiting for the, the uh, confrontation to happen, but he didn't want to deal with it. And I was like, I'm not going to put him through that because he's, you know. He's a seasoned vet, and out of respect, I'm not going to bring that up, and I'll just walk away. <laughs> I love so that's. I love how we make up fake wrestling storylines for uh, everyday <laughs> life for our fake wrestling podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a real podcast. Yeah, it's fake, dude. <laughs> hey, Anchor worked on first try today. Though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I saw. Uh, by the way, if you listened last week, sorry about the uh, audio quality on heels and quads oh. and out of the bullpen. But, uh, yeah, Anchor sent out a tweet yesterday, and I saw it when I uh, got on Twitter as I was starting to watch All Out. And it was like, hey, if you tried to use Recording with Friends feature last week, we apologize for any connectivity issues. I'm like, oh, you finally send out a tweet acknowledging that you're fucked up sometimes? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So did you get to, as far as All Out goes, did you have spoilers beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I got off work Saturday, and my friend Cameron had invited us over to uh, barbecue because his girlfriend has a kid that's in between Tommy and the big boy's age. So, because you get off work early on Saturdays, yeah, getting this. And he was like, "Hey, you want to come over? I got stuff for the kids to do s'mores. We can drink beers, whatever. Hang out." (laughs) And I I was like, "Sure, man. Whatever." So we go over there, and like I at this point in the day, I've already totally forgot about the show in all honesty uh, i i'm i understand dude and then well because i you know i was with friends and it was it was a good time and You're having a good time yeah. come come at eight o'clock i'm like oh shit i totally forgot which is not like me i'm usually the one that's on the ball and on task and i know i have a requirement like my job requirement is to watch wrestling so i can talk about it but uh so yeah, yeah and then i was like you know what i'll just i'll watch it in the morning so we're hanging out and i'm you know getting a little gimmicked you know how i do and finally i was like fuck it i gotta see who won the belt <laughs> so yeah i looked and i was like fuck i wish i wouldn't have looked <laughs> but then i was scrolling through and then i saw the 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 spot that i called last week we'll get to it i'm not gonna say it out loud just yet yeah. but and i fucking went ape shit Everybody's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I showed everybody and they're like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so even. I mean, that was that was definitely cool. Even the dude. non-wrestling fans popped for that spot. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Well, and a lot of people know who Arnie yeah. Anderson is, too. Well, no, you... He's definitely he's definitely one of the ones that's like, 
He's he's not like oh like Hulk Hogan or oh like Stone Cold, but he's like they're like oh yeah I know that Arn yeah. Anderson guy. You know he's like one of those random ones they know for some reason just because the Horseman was, he was so big. He's the fucking enforcer. It's Double A man. I mean yeah of course. Anyways so yeah he's the counselor. We, we had dude. a good time and <laughs> it was a long uh, long show that I had to sit through yesterday, but it it was totally worth it. It's a little long. It was worth yeah. it. Uh, I have some. I have some moments with the show where I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, so what did you do? I know you worked, but. Well, actually, all weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend is the final weekend of the part of summer that I hate the most at my job. So it's the uh, last hurrah today. It is. Yeah, there's some there's some more uh, things going on up until like November, but um as for now, the the shitty part's done. So I get to go back today, and it's all good and just normal business. But uh, I was like, you know what? I've been here five years, and I think I'm going to – like Saturday I left early because everybody was at the yeah. game. And then Sunday I came in really early and did inventory, and then I went and bought everybody coffee, and I was like, I bought you coffee, so I'm leaving early. <laughs> So I basically had Sunday off because I left at like big league them. I, oh, dude, I definitely big league them. And then yesterday, well, so so Saturday night I did watch all out at the time of. I used uh, uh, my wife's credit card for that. I was like, hey, can I buy the pay per view with that? And she's like, how much is it? And I was like, fifty. She's like, ah, okay. She gets it out of her bra. She's like, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yesterday I, what did I do yesterday? I went to the pool, got sunburnt a week before I'm going to go get sunburnt at the yeah, beach. Boy. And, uh, <laughs> but the chlorine burns me up quick. Oh me. yeah. And then, uh, last night we grilled out with the family. I grilled some brats and some hot dogs and more brats and they were all filled with different cheeses. So that was interesting. And then, um, then I went for a bike ride last night. And then I ate a bunch of CBD. I watched an episode of Castle Rock and passed out. So my weekend wasn't super eventful. I did buy Blade Runner and Terminator 2, finally, on Blu-ray. And then, um, what else did I do? I don't don't know. I'll remember it through the show. But, uh, yeah, so in one, in a week, a week, what is it? Next, next Thursday, I'll be sitting on the beach drinking some kind of light beer or sipping margaritas. So, so, so that should be fun. The honeymoon won't affect the show next week. It won't affect the show next week, but the week, week after, after it will not be yes. the show. Yeah, gotcha. Because I'll still be there. Uh, I'll figure that out when we get there. But next week, but I, we're I should. Yeah, next week we'll have a show, and then I should the week after I should still have a music lounge as well because I'm taking that Friday off when I get like we'll get back the Thursday after, and then. I went ahead and just kept myself off for that Friday because, like, I don't like doing a road trip and then going right back to work. No, you can't. That sucks. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and take that off and sit home. So I'll probably do the Music Lounge. But this week on Levi's Music Lounge, when I get a chance to record it, I will be doing the new Tool record and my thoughts on that. So tune in. Speaking of the Music Lounge, uh, I listened to the episode from last Thursday yesterday. Fantastic job. I loved the episode. Thank you. Uh, once again, sound quality was amazing. 
Yeah, it's some. There's some parts where it cuts out, and I cut back in. Oh, I I, I noticed them, but you know. Yeah, it, I'm not too proud of that, but I figured it out. It just sounds like you know, like somebody said something in the background, and you're like, "Huh, what?" And then you come yeah. back in, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, gotcha." Because at first, yeah. I kept think like the first time I thought maybe my uh, Apple Podcast paused because I was on Twitter at the same time. Because it does that yeah, too. It does that when you like scroll through Twitter, Instagram, and the oh, video yeah. pops up, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I looked at it, I was like, "It's still playing," and then you come back in, I'm like, "Okay, what, whatever." <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. Follow that show because I love it. The good thing about – well, thank you. I'm glad you do. We'll do an, we're going to do an episode together. No, we're not. Kiss or something. Oh, yeah. No, we're not. Oh, yeah. The good thing about recording on my computer and my music software is when I run out of breath, I can just hit pause and be like <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the whole, like I'm running out of breath the whole time. Like I'm hunched over on the ground in my little corner – and anyways, but yeah, I figured out the issue and that won't be happening anymore with a little like cutting out and cutting in thing. I had to, I'm still learning logic and all that stuff, but I figured it out. So this week's episode should be good. And I do have a intro kind of recorded. I've been thinking about, I mentioned it on that first episode. I'm thinking about like whatever little jam that I record that week, just add some drums to it and make that the intro for the week. Like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It changes all the time, but I need. To, I might need to make you a podcast classics one. We'll see. Yeah, I, I need an intro. I I thought about just taking like snippets of promos, old promos, yeah. and putting it in. I don't know the logistics of that. I, I'm pretty sure it's as long as you don't go over 29 seconds. It's, um, it's okay. Well, I was also wondering about like covering stuff <laughs> because a little spoiler. I wanted to do. I wanted to do kind of like a War Machine cover. Yeah for whatever show but i don't know what i'm allowed to do as I, I see youtubers do it all the time i think as long as it's a cover you should be okay but it's also kiss though right <laughs> so that's like it's a cover but it's also kiss i don't know but, but like you said you see it all the time on youtube yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I think i think you'd be okay okay we'll figure it out um, and speaking of uh audio issues on uh the first classics of wrestling last week uh, I noticed there was a, a dramatic buzz throughout the show. I figured it out is because I had my cell phone because I was doing video too, too close to my microphone and oh, laptop. So I didn't hear it that. Buzz. I didn't hear I, it too bad. Yeah, but it, like I noticed it because it was my show and I wanted it to be perfect. And it oh, wasn't. Right. <laughs> also, right. I didn't know that like Audacity, like <laughs> it, it, I don't know if it was that th- it was like, like thirty minutes. It like turned off. So luckily, I had the video rolling because I just used that audio, spliced it in. So I think there's a mo- like a half a second where it goes off like track with the watch along. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, nobody really noticed and everybody enjoyed it because I mean, eh. I mean, it's doing comparable numbers as is Levi's Music Lounge. So I- I'm 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 proud of it. I'm not gonna nitpick. I, I like. Shit. I thought your audio was great. Yeah, I liked yours a lot. Why well, use yeah. I use the snowball. I know that was that's very nice. I was I Sounds was excited good. to get to use it. I know I was excited to see the videos and I listened to most of that show. I was at work one night and I didn't want to hear uh, one of my cooks' classic rock that he plays every single night. And it's the same Pandora station, the same songs over and over again. So I was oh like, man, that's the worst. 
Like I love, I love classic rock, but you can only hear the hits so many times. Dude, I've heard White Snake, "Here I Go Again," so many fucking times, and I'm so tired. I don't of... know where I'm going, <laughs> dude. Here I go again. <laughs> dude, I've heard it so many times, and I'm like, all right, man, you got to fucking do something about this. So one day, uh, with a different cook, you played the same music, and I threw it out the back door into the garden because I was tired of hearing it. <laughs> Shout out to White Snake, though. I love White, I like White Snake. Snake. I love I got... David Coverdale. But I don't want to hear Here song. I Go Again. I'm done yeah, with that song. I want to hear that song like once every six months. Maybe. I like Love is Love is No Stranger. Love Ain't No Stranger, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, there's another dude, one I really like. Dude, Still of the Night. Still, Oh, Still of the Night. Still of the Night. But Hailstorm does a cover of that on their newest covers record that came out last summer. And it's it fucking rips, dude. Have you heard that Hillstorm song where she's like, I'm on the very top floor. And the, dun, 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 dun. Is that from the, that's from the new album? Right? Yeah, it's fairly yeah. new. Singing, yeah. do not it's, disturb. Do not disturb. Yeah, it's decent, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I want to be on that top floor with her. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we should probably talk about wrestling. Yeah, we probably can catch shit like this on. We'll just, be, we'll just talk music sometime on Music Lounge. That'll just be an episode yeah. one week. I wanted to thank you for listening and being a part of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. But I just have one favor to ask, and that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. Yeah. Um, but I did notice, I was looking through e-wrestling news real quick before we did this, it says Stone Cold will be on Raw next week to be the mediator uh, with Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins' contract signing. So Night of Champions, we have the tag team match of Braun and Seth versus... The Good Brothers for the tag titles. And then we have Seth versus Braun for the Universal title. So we kind of get that double uh, that double whammy like they used to do. But it's also just like, uh, it, it just seems like like you don't have space on the card for that or something. Like, or like you don't have space on the card for somebody else because you're having to put this in. It's like, use some other people on there. Clash of, and Clash of Champions should be all the titles too, not just. Random matches. Random feuds, yeah. Let me see this. Um, Updated Clash card. Yeah, Seth versus Braun. Kofi versus Randy Orton again. That'll be a great match to watch. Oh, no, no, no. It's Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Sorry, not the Good Brothers. So that's I actually, didn't want to correct you. That's exciting. No, no, no. That's it's all good. You knew. That's why you got quiet. That's what, was, yeah. that's what was going on right there. I was like, why is he so quiet? I did something wrong. I wasn't positive. Uh, SmackDown Live Tag Championship is the New Day versus the Revival. That actually should be fun to watch. Uh, Shinsuke versus The Miz for the IC title. The Women's SmackDown title, Bailey versus Charlotte, and the King of the Ring Finals. So, okay, I guess it is old championship matches. I just know they so throw no, in But bullshit. no U.S. title. No AJ. Uh, I'm sure that'll happen kind of last minute. When is this? Yeah. Uh, should be, should be like this an... Sunday, but next Sunday. Right, okay. I would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Stone Cold moderating the contract signing. It's because next week Raw and SmackDown are both uh, at Madison Square Garden. Uh, yeah. So they have to that's have a... Stone Cold have something to do. Oh yeah, that's a that's a, um, the minute I seen where it was, I knew exactly why. And then that's Taker fine. is going to be on SmackDown. For Madison Square Garden, <laughs> that's funny, man. They do this. They do... just for these shows. Well, they have to make a big deal out of it because they haven't been there in ten years. Or they oh. haven't done Raw or SmackDown in 10 years. At MSG, really? Yeah, it's been that long. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. Well, it better be a good it's... show then. Yeah, because the, the last time they did Raw at uh, MSG was when Kofi and Randy had that match. Oh. That they were talking about nice. in, in, the, in the build. Yeah, yeah. That, uh... It also says that next week will be the King of the Ring semifinal. Will also be uh, Ricochet, Baron Corbin, and Samoa Joe in a triple threat. Yeah, because uh, both Samoa Joe and Ricochet's shoulders were down last night. Because why not have some fuckery on Raw? Well, you have I to. kind of like that idea. That's not I bad. Mean, it why not have a triple threat? Because it's never happened in a King of the Ring tournament. So it's kind of fun, right. actually. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? I think that's about it as far as WWE goes. Yeah, not really. I mean, I watched the highlights of Raw this morning. That's why I was like 8.05 and you're like more like 8.15. And I was like, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. There were there were four tag matches on the show, uh, seven two out really, of three falls matches. <laughs> really, the only like big news that I saw that came, really came out of it was that Bailey turned. <coughs> yeah, but you know that's that's probably going to start some kind of feud between them. Yeah, at some point, it's obviously <laughs> like a one of them's acting, probably Bailey, whatever. Yeah, I know, but anyways. Um, so, All Out, we'll talk about. Um, that's kind of the gist of is talking All Out. I, yeah, I watched it live. It was kind of weird watching it because, like, last year we were at this arena, at this event. Because I would still consider All In was basically an All Out. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. And then they'll be back at the Sears Center Thanksgiving Eve, which you were, you were kind of right about that, that they would work holidays, but... They'll probably fly out and be home the next day for Thanksgiving, obviously. Yeah, and and Tony Khan did say in his post-game uh, press conference that uh, they will not be doing a show Christmas Day. Because so <clears throat> we can get Wednesday, that out of right? the way. Yes. So we can go ahead and get that out of the way, that they are not working Christmas Day. That was in – that was like the big league from the Bucks. The Bucks were like, hey – we're gonna we're about to big league you because we're not we're doing Christmas Day. You got to be at home opening presents for Christmas, dude. Yeah, you can't be working, Vince. Understand? R- Wrestling can wait. Do a do a year in review, and I think that's probably what they'll end up doing. Do a three months in review. <laughs> yeah, which I mean they got almost they a have full a, they year. Have they content. can go all the way back to double or nothing. They could I I think they could even show matches from double or nothing and and going up. So yeah, just, yeah. Just to kind of fill in, I would really like to rewatch this show. So I, I, I'm hoping at some point, like, it'd be great if they figured out something other than Bleacher Report Live, because it, it worked out. I had my computer hooked up to my TV the whole time, so I could uh-huh. see it on the big screen. But I would really like something else, and I want to see the pay per view numbers. Actually, I'm going to look that up real quick. Um, but Full Gear was announced. I think it was like November 8th or something. Full uh, gear. November 11th or 12th? Here, I got it right here. 9th, yeah. 
9th. Okay. November 9th, and that is Baltimore and Baltimore's Royal Farms Arena. So, Which is where Raw took place last night, by the way. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, that's funny. Let me look this up real quick. AEW all. Not all. Uh, pay-per-view buys. See if it's around here somewhere. I did like the I, that they were using uh, the wins and losses on this one. Yes, that was awesome. Uh, also, uh, Bleach Report Live, for those of you who have Roku, there is an app. I have a Roku TV, smart TV, so I just had the app on, and it stream was perfect. Okay. Now, I don't know how it was live, because I've yet to get to watch an AEW pay-per-view live, but the after show, or, you know, like, after it was live, the stream was good. Did you... Was, the, was there a technical difficulty in in Kenny and Pac's match? Or Pac, uh, there as was, he's called now? There was talks about, I guess, something about the cameras. There was some kind of okay. camera difficulty during one of the matches. I don't know if that was it, but... Because there was a spot in that match where it kind of, like, paused and, like, it just kind of went out for a second. Not, like, black, but... I don't, like I don't it, remember that. It fluttered a couple of times. I don't think I caught that part, no. Okay, okay so, so I'm, not, I'm not seeing a buy rate right now. I was really wanting to see that. I want to know if they it, did more than double or nothing. It might not have came out yet. Um, so, my first... Uh, Impressions on the show. Pac and I'm watch again. Pac, whatever yeah. the fuck his name is. Neville. Uh, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Neville. The artist formerly known as Neville. <clears throat> that match was great with no build. Um, I really hope they do Kenny and Moxley at full gear. Um, this Something about this show, to me, there was like, I don't know, man. There was just something about it that, I dare say Double or Nothing was better, because I don't know if that is the case. But something All Out wasn't as magical, maybe, as I thought it would be. There was a lot of good highlights. I really liked the show. Don't let me – that's not what I'm saying. I'm just – It's. it wasn't like – it didn't have that magic that Double or Nothing had. Let's start from the beginning, and then we'll kind of flow <sighs> into it. Okay. And then we'll give our final thoughts on it. Okay, so the pre – Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well, look no further, as we have a solution for you. Man Can Wine. That's right, wine in a can. Our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors. Red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to mancanwine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them at mancanwine.com from Mancan, your very own Mancan koozie. Make sure to use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com using coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. Let's do that. The pre show was. Da, 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 da. The women's Casino yeah, Battle Royale. Women's Casino Battle Royale. Nyla Rose won. You called that. 
And there was a lot of people who were just like shitting on this the entire time. For what it was, I thought it was a good match. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I I thought you know I mean you know WWE has done you know the women's Royal Rumble now. I honestly thought this was probably better than the women's Royal Rumble. It was definitely fun to watch. I'll tell you that. It wasn't. It I had wasn't a, jumping I mean, in it had a couple of right, but I mean, it had a couple of spots that were iffy. But <clears> I mean, <throat> just the the amount of of no pun intended raw talent that was on this. <laughs> but I'm I'm serious. No pun intended. But that was like <laughs> the only thing I could think of. Like the indie power that was on this, and Mercedes Martinez was fucking awesome. Yeah, and she got a great pop. Uh, it was cool to see Jazz. She drew the Joker, right? Yes, yeah, Mar- Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, Tennille was in it. And don't forget cool. the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, it, it wasn't the best match, but it was. It was fun to watch, man. It was. A, yeah. that, that's a perfect pre-show match. You got your crowd entertained. Everybody's getting their beer and their corn dogs, and you're you're putting on a women's match, and it's cool because you got there was a lot of like, there was a few ladies in there you didn't expect to see, right? So I like that. I like the spot of uh, Teal Piper getting the sleeper on. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a fucking match. Like, there's yeah. no need to, like, bury it for no reason. There's no matches on this card I'll shit on. Let's just get it. No, but no. Let, I'll, I'll figure out what my issue is, hopefully, by the end of this. Uh, Private Party defeated, and I call him on Helico. Because I thought that's, that's what it was. Name. Yeah, everybody yeah. was saying Angelico. And I'm like, that's, yeah. you're white. <laughs> Quit being white. <laughs> <laughs> Angelico and Jack Evans that got defeated by Private Party. This was a, this was a fun match. I could have seen this on the, on the regular card. And, and you said it last week before I even got a chance to say it. I mean, this, this had a chance to steal the show. And it, I mean, it was a good match. Private Party's fucking just so good. Private Party's awesome, and Angelico and Jack Evans is awesome too. I really like. Yeah. I like both these teams a lot, and I'm looking forward to seeing them in tag. Their tag division's hot right now. Yeah, it's super it's, hot. It's very solid. Um, so that was a fun match. Good, good. A uh, pre-show match. Uh, SoCal Uncensored defeated Jurassic Express. I love the name Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Very surprised here. I thought that they would win, and, and apparently a lot of people were surprised by that. That they, yeah, that the they crowd won. was surprised. Yeah, they booed. They booed SCU, man. Doesn't happen very often. No, they straight up. Boo- there was a couple different boos on this show <clears throat> when things happened that they they didn't expect, but that happened to me as well, kind of. And you know what that is? That's because we're used. We're used to the. Uh, the big league, the uh, yeah. So we're used to that shit happening, knowing what's. We're used to knowing what's coming. We didn't know what was coming for most of this, so that I respect the shit out of that. They were able to somehow manipulate us and swerve us with certain shit. So I mean, I was I was like positive Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Marcos. I love. First of all, I love Luchasaurus. That dude's awesome. I love that. I don't know what it is, man. I love that guy. Okay, there's a, <laughs> there's a couple of shirts that I want to get from ProWrestlingTees.com. Yeah. Which you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads and get our shirts. But It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. 
Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. I really want a fucking Luchasaurus shirt. I yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, Luchasaurus is awesome. And doesn't he have like a, a master's in business or something? Or a yeah, bachelor's? Uh, a master's in, oh, I forget what it is, but. I thought it was a business uh, degree. Maybe it is, but man, he is just so freaking good. And he's fucking jacked too, dude. And the yeah. ma- like the mask is sick. Like, yeah. Dude, Luchasaurus is awesome, and I can't wait to see him weekly on TV. I love this. I can't. And, and just <sighs> from the crowd reaction, and I know Cody and the Bucks and whoever else was sitting in Gorilla, like, they're going to give him a singles push at some point. Because oh, yeah. he he's just fucking over. Well, with and, the crowd. He, and he's about to get he's going to get more and more and more over. That's a yeah. That's a that's a solid gimmick, dude. Um. So yeah, very surprised at SoCal winning. Not a big deal, but uh, I did watch Tony Khan's interview with his press interview at the end or whatever. Yeah, and he was talking about how like there's different records. So this one, SoCal said one zero and zero or whatever because they're undefeated and. Trios. And trios, right. And then, like, throughout the show, everybody's records were kind of different because goals and, like, it was – it's kind of it's kind of messy. That's the only thing about that that's kind of, like, I'm going to have to – you're going to have to pay attention to it. But I think – I guess I shouldn't say messy. It's just – it's new. So they're, we have to well, figure and, it out. And they're fine-tuning it as they go. So yeah, this exactly. was kind of the first time we really saw it. But yeah. as, it, as it continues, I think uh, – we'll see it get more finely tuned and they'll get it down to a science because like, I mean, everybody said Tony Khan is a stats guy. Yeah. So I, fine. I like, and he's going to figure it out. I love stats. I'm a baseball guy. Baseball is, I mean, it's about wins and losses, but it, a lot of it's stats too. I was speaking because, of, I was, I was sorry to interrupt. No, uh, I was sitting there eating somewhere the other day and I looked up at the screen and they had baseball and it was the, uh, the Rangers and the Mariners. Is that right? Is the Mariners yeah. Seattle? Yes. Okay. And I, they had subtitles on, and I seen it say "out of the bullpen," and I was like, "I like that." I don't know yeah. what that. I don't know what it means. But I like it. <laughs> when a when a manager makes a call to bring in a new pitcher, like okay. to take the starter out to get a relief pitcher to come in, they're coming out of the bullpen. Okay. I I figured it had something to do with someone. Dude, I I hate how clueless I am at baseball. <laughs> like I can watch it and know what's going on but the turn like i'm not fluent in it like i am football yeah it's, it's kind of a bummer it's, it's a different animal it's a it's a quiet taste like wine yeah it really is man can like wine. like manor james keenan's wine or man can yeah uh so coming on second in the show which was a huge surprise actually yeah when i was, saw the when they showed the graphic for it i was like are you fucking kidding yeah me right definitely definitely weird um but I liked it. I liked the spot placement. Pac Pac Neville defeated Kenny Omega by it says on Wikipedia it says referee stoppage, but that was a submission, so that's yeah. what that is. He didn't tap, a, he just passed out or whatever. And a crazy fucking spot. Oh yeah, that was awesome. 
so but this, we'll get there. This match, I need. This is one of the main matches I want to rewatch because I was I was watching it, but I was also like making rotel and eating in the rotel and waiting on my burger to get delivered, and I was getting pissed. So I wasn't enjoying this match to the fullest. This match was really good, but I just wasn't enjoying it like I should have been. So you should probably go with this one because. I don't. It was I, in my opinion, this was match was super dope. I loved it, but I need to watch it again. My main problem with this match is I feel like, and 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 people will probably either agree or disagree. You have the right to your own opinion. However, I think this was the most underrated match on the card because, oh, yeah. it, like you said, it had no build. Uh, but that being said, the match was really, really good. It yeah. told a great story. And I think a lot of, I've, I've watched a lot of reviews on YouTube from other people and, you know, kind of like put this match down, uh, which isn't, isn't the way to do it. The, the story that I, the way I've taken this story that Kenny is telling right now is Kenny's losing for a reason. And JR kind of said it in commentary. If, if anybody remembers people go on runs, like, they'll lose some matches, but then they'll get, you know, they'll go on a 30, you know, 30 match win streak. So he's telling a story like he's lost his wrestling mojo, Yeah, but he's going to get it back. He's the fucking cleaner. He's the best bout machine. Yeah, it is a good story. And and, and you could see it throughout the match. Like he wasn't into it, but that's the fucking story. It's not like he wasn't really into the match. Yeah, He was all about it. I'm sure. Well, and, and, from a political standpoint, you can't you can't recruit Kenny Omega and then push him to the moon again because it's already they just they probably understand not to do that too. So that's also part of the him losing his mojo or whatever. Is yeah, you can't you can't it, take Kenny so and put the belt on him right away. Yeah, it right. is good. No, it's you're definitely right. That's that what that's what made this match good as well, watching Kenny kind of not be the best Kenny we've seen. And if this match had happened in a New Japan ring, it would have been 45 minutes long, not 23. Um, and Kenny would have won. But it's also, yeah, I want to I rewatch this match. I re- it's a good match, and I think you're, I totally agree with you. It's definitely the most underrated on the card. And Kenny and Moxley didn't steal the show, because that's probably what would have happened if, had they been on the card together. Right. But, like, even with his, you know, quote unquote, overlooking uh, Pack Pock Neville, Pack Pock Neville, um, the like the middle to the end to the finish, he showed like signs of greatness. Yeah, like just the the snap Germans and you know all that shit, the V triggers, and and you didn't see as many V triggers as you usually do, which is another thing that's that's gonna build people. People in the U.S., unless you are a fan of this, what's going on, they don't know who Kenny Omega is. Yeah. They've heard the name, maybe, like, you know, common fans, but they don't know his story. They don't, they haven't seen Kenny and Okada one through three. They haven't, one through you four. Know, or one through four, whatever it is now. But, like, holy shit. Like, they don't know the Kenny and Ibushi, you know, feud into the tag into the feud into the tag again yeah they, they just don't know it so i think this is a good way to build him back up and it's going to make him even 
bigger. Yeah. You're, as I'm, far I'm, as, yeah. yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> my brain is like firing and I'm thinking too hard. Ah, you're expl- you're explaining point. it perfectly. That's why, that's why I knew, because I wasn't, I wasn't, like I said, I was just a little busy during this match with things. I shouldn't have been. I should have been busy during a different match, but. But but it was like you we were saying, the finish was fucking amazing. That was a, and that's a that's a really cool submission too, <clears throat> because it it literally came out of per- proverbial nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it was it was solid, and that spot where uh, Pack hits his uh, leg on the guardrail that was brutal. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely the shin the shin spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know those pads don't save that that much. He's got a welt for no. sure. Oh yeah, he's sore. Um, yeah, so I think we'll see Kenny bounce back coming towards next year, probably yeah. on TV yeah. and whatnot. Um, definitely one of my top favorite matches of the night is the Cracker Barrel Clash. This brought out the little kid in me. Jimmy Havoc defeated Darby Allen and Joey Janela in 15 minutes exactly. This literally brought me back to watching probably ECW or something, but mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> it's weird because. Kenny and Pac, I had expected that to be like Riho and uh, Hikira or whatever, that second yes. match. So I was like, okay, well. I did too, honestly. Yeah, so I was like making food and that starts, which, like I said, I watched most of Kenny and Pac. I just, I need to rewatch it. But when Darby Allen and Jimmy Havoc and Joey Janela started, I was sitting there invested in this because it was so fun to watch. And it's like the, I, it's like, it's like this this quiet hardcore division that they have going on. And it's these and, that's exactly what I was thinking. And, and and who better to do it than these three guys? Cuz this match made me a way bigger fan of Jimmy Havoc cuz I haven't watched a lot of his stuff and I totally like everything he's doing and his little gimmick. And then Darby Allen, that skateboard spot was so dope. I love that so much. Dude, the thumbtacks on the back of Joey Janela as he – and by the way, I had to – I don't remember who said it, but that wasn't an ollie that was caving in onto his back. So just so you know, it's not an ollie. Uh, but, as, uh, as soon as I saw the skateboard, I immediately <clears throat> thought of you, and I was like, I'm trying to save my text communication with Levi because we can talk about it on the show. Yeah. But, like, as soon as he brought it out, I was like, oh, shit, Levi, loved this oh, shit. Oh, dude, that, was, that was awesome, but I – that and the crack, the actual Cracker Barrel onto the steps, jumping backwards. Those were my two favorite spots of the match. That was gnarly. God, I, I, I loved the chair, the taping to the chair, and, and the then thumbtacks. the thumbtacks in the mouth. You think they were man, candy? candy or something? I don't know, man. Because Jimmy Havoc's pretty crazy, so I could see that actually being that. But and I, I, I just love and to skip kind of ahead, but we can go back. Yeah. The end when he's walking up the ramp and they're like, he's still spitting out thumbtacks. Like I thought that was fucking yeah, great commentary. It's, it's shit like that that makes a show, man. And speaking of commentary, those of you on Twitter and social media who are shitting on Jr., fuck you. Like who's I don't shitting care. on Jr.? I've I saw it in my timeline and I'm like, you know what? You can you can eat a butt because. Like, Jim Ross is of the fucking goat. <laughs> Dude, and Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler together, that's a team that nobody can beat. I, and I speaking think. of that, we're getting, we are getting JR and Tony Schiavone. Like, 
I said it last week and then they kind of backtracked on it. And then by the end of uh, StarCast, because I watched a lot of that thanks to Fight TV. And, you know, when they did the, the Turner memories or whatever, which didn't really turn out to be Turner memories. It was just them shooting the shit back and forth. It came out that Tony is going to be on commentary. So, so Tony, you said Tony and the King? No, and JR. Oh, Tony and JR. No, 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 no. I might have said King. I thought I heard Jerry Lawler. So, no, Tony no. and JR are on weekly commentary. Yes. Ah, that's lovely, dude. That's going to, yeah. you know, that's crazy because that's a look at that team, dude. That's WWF and WCW sitting there together commentating matches. You got the best of both worlds. Yep. Right there, sitting there calling matches. So that, and then, that alone. And then, and then you add in Excalibur, who is. Yeah. I mean, he knows good, all these guys. So you bring yeah, he's him good. in. He knows their backstory. So you kind of get that mesh of new and old. And it's just. Yep. It, yeah. It's going to be good, it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to commentary as much as I am, you know, actual TV. Oh, yeah. Like the matches. Because that's, man, that's our fucking childhood. Mm hmm. Um,. So, yeah, the Cracker Brother Clash, I loved it. I love this little quiet, hardcore division they got going on. Jimmy Havoc made me a way – Jimmy Havoc made me a fan with this match. So did Darby Allen. Joey Janela has always been over with me. Um, next up, we had – Hang on real quick. Let me just say, before, like, before you said about the quiet, hardcore division, as soon as this match ended, I was like, the only thing that scares me about this little hardcore thing they've got going – is that it's going to take longer to build these three guys up into being main eventers. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to hold them back a bit. I, I, and I'm and hopefully you're right about the whole, you know, how they can kind of swerve us and make us think one way and we, you know, they go another. So I'm hoping that's not the case with AEW, but just as a, as a longtime wrestling fan, I feel like this is going to kind of keep them like semi mid card. Yeah. So hopefully that's not true, but I think we will see in response to what you're saying. I think we will see like random title defenses against guys like this on TV where it's like, there's that, there's that like, Oh shit. Like Jimmy Havoc might win or Oh shit. Darby Allen might win. But then it's like, they make him look good, but they defeat him and retain the title. Have something. they announced? Have they announced Jericho's opponent for his first title defense? No, but I'm. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about okay. that later uh, when we get to the main event, because <laughs> I don't want to blow right. my load yet. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Order defeated Best Friends. Kind of expected that they would win. This match was definitely, and and I think everybody kind of seen it on Twitter. This was kind of like the come down match from yeah. what we had seen and that's and that's Not that it wasn't good no no it was great it was it was a good tag match i loved it it was action-packed and to uh reiterate what i said last week about there was a phrase that the best friends used to talk about the dark order it was spooky perverts so spooky perverts okay that needs to be a t-shirt because i would buy it and jr even said spooky perverts that's a t-shirt oh he said that yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't yeah. hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jr. Is in the know. He knows t-shirts sell. So. Oh yeah. Jr.'s the man. Uh. So yeah. I, not much to say about this match. They get the first round by. Um. I did see somebody tweet. They put. Oh no. It was uh Brian Alvarez. He put. Isn't a first round by just a first round win? Like. Oh uh, yeah. He's kind of right. This is kind of just a first round. Uh, tag title tournament match. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You kind of had a little Paul Stanley in your voice. 
I bet you'd be pr- you're so proud. I am. I was proud as soon as I heard it. Because uh, you didn't mean to do it, so it just happened. Yeah, it just happened, dude. Sometimes it, Organic. Sometimes it comes out. Um. So, yeah. That's kind of my thoughts on the match. It wasn't bad. It wasn't it wasn't extremely awesome or anything, but it was... It, it was a good tag It match. was a better tag match than what we're going to see on Clash of Champions. <laughs> Let's be real. Yep. Uh, Riho defeated Hikiro Shida, so that will be Riho versus Nyla Rose for the inaugural Women's World Championship on the first episode of AEW on TNT. And Tony Khan did say it's not going to be called AEW on TNT. It's going to be... There's a name, which... There will be a name. It'll probably be like you said, Wednesday Night Dynamite or whatever. Yeah, uh, I loved. I actually loved this match. It was. It was. This was pretty the, good. Yeah. This, this was the first Joshi match that I had actually gotten invested to, and I think because the stakes were higher. Yeah, I think that's why. Uh, I knew Riho would win because not only did I pick her, but because Jr. kept putting over how small she was. So that and Nyla's mass made it seem like, okay, they're going to do kind of a David and Goliath thing. Yeah. So, just small little things like that are nice. It's refreshing. I uh, I found this match to be much more entertaining than the Double or Nothing one, definitely. And I don't remember who that who that was. I think it was... But you... But I think you were probably in the same boat. You, you knew the stakes were higher. You wanted to see who that first uh, women's title match would be. Yeah, that's, so that's what made this I, more I th- investing. I, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was a good match. Um, looking forward to that women's t- I think the women's title match on the first episode will be pretty pretty good. So that's Is it fun. weird that I like the women's title better than the men's? Uh... Yeah, because I don't. <laughs> I don't. In my opinion, I liked it. I, th- I, I think it's it. old school looking. That's cool, but I definitely, I think both tiles are a little too oblong or a little too oval in certain spots. So I'm not a big fan of that. Like we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, they're nice. '86 Uncle Terry. Yeah, where it's going into your under titty. They're nice belts, but let's we'll we'll get warmed up to them. It takes a little while. Yeah, we'll get used to it. Maybe it was just first glance of the women's belt. I just kind of, I just kind of liked yeah. it, but. I'll probably hate it once I see it on TV because I hate everything. Yeah. But. Uh, next up, we had Cody defeated Sean Spears. Uh, Cody had MJF, and Sean Spears had Tully Blanchard. This was, for me, watching this, dude, I hate to say it, and I hate to use this comparison, but this was a straight-up WWE match, dude. A straight-up heavyweight WWE match. NWA, WWE, that old school. It's Cody's style, dude. That's just what it is. So it was slow, it was, you know, heavy hitting, stuff like that. I, I kind of was bummed I didn't see blood in this, because I really wanted to see blood on one or the other, that blonde hair or Sean Spears. I wanted to see some blood, but we got blood later. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I liked it a lot, but it definitely... I wanted to use this comparison, but watching this match, when this match came on, it was like when you're when you're traveling somewhere and you're doing like 70 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour the whole way, and then you get into a little town and you have to slow down to like 30 or 40. That's what this match was. But it was good. It just was like the, just different. The, yeah, the card was so it, everything's just going, going, going. It's happening. Fast pace. Yeah, yeah, and then you kind of get to this and it's like you have to remember it's Cody and that's his style. His dad's style and his style, that old, that actual wrestling and that old school wrestling. And 
he was a Fed guy. He still got that lingering around. So Cody can go just fine. I didn't dislike it. I'm just saying it's just that was the style of this match I observed right away. Well, I, I mean, I totally agree with you uh, 100%. But, you know, Cody's got that amateur background. He's yeah. They both have – him and Sean Spears have, both have that Fed background. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Cody being the dream son, you know, that's what he grew up watching. That's what he still watches when he when he looks back at matches. He watches old NWA matches, so yeah. it it makes sense, and and it is a nice because there there has to be something on the card for everybody. So I was and this about, is, yeah, I was about to say and that. old school fans like myself and you know a lot of quote unquote older fans will appreciate him so much more, and I think he's going to be a star to in the eyes of. Not only newer fans who just, you know, a lot of people just like Cody because he was in the Bullet Club. Let's face it. And I hate to say it because Cody's awesome, but... I like him because he's a Rhodes. Right. <laughs> and and that's that's my point, is, like, I like that old school style. Yeah. And it, I, I, but I like the new new school style, too. So I find that happy medium where I'm just... I'm happy that there's other wrestling that's not the Fed. I, and it's... Yeah, I'm with but you. it's... But it is okay to have that kind of style of match on this card because it fits because that's their potpourri of wrestling styles. So you had your hardcore match, you had your Joshi, Joshi match, you had your tag matches, yeah. you had your you know your new age fucking ladder match, which we'll get to next. But and then you have your old school stuff. There's a little and, bit and of I, everything. Yeah, there, there's every, a little bit of everything for everybody, and that's that's what makes this promotion. So good going into it, and we haven't even hit TV yet. Without, if you take this match and you take away the, to to make it modern day WWE, if you take away having someone on the outside, and it's just straight up Cody versus Sean Spears did the same match, whatever. That's a WWE match straight up. But yeah, it might be, and it's that's the style we know, but not when the entire card is just slow and boring. Um, but the old school aspect of it is having somebody on the outside. WWE doesn't do that. Yeah, I see exactly for the so, most part. They just do the old school style of wrestling, the big heavy hitters. So, anyways, but yeah, I I enjoyed the match. I it took me a second when the match started, and when it started kind of getting that slow, like they got hit and they slowly recover and all that. I had to tell myself both these guys are fed guys. One of them's amateur wrestler. Uh, and and they're NWA type guys. They're big, and that's just they're. It's old school. So I enjoyed it because I had to sit back and go. This is a good WWE match. This is a good NWA match. Kind of like you know, just like last year. Uh, what's his name? Magnus. I forgot his name. Nick Aldis Nick, versus yeah, uh, Cody. It was the same way except there was blood, and it was enjoyable. Well, and that, and we were there. So I think, it, had we been at this event, I think we would have saw it completely. Different. Oh yeah, totally. Because I, I saw this event, I saw this event different than I did All In, and I compared it exactly right. to that. And I, and I think that's our downfall. There is we're always going to compare it to that show. Yeah, yeah. But, but at this point, without it being a lot of stuff that's happened, we're going to have that issue coming moving forward until TV starts until. For the next six months, we're going to compare everything they do to all in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, no doubt about pretty it. Pretty much. Uh, the uh, power slam on the outside early on was fucking awesome. Yeah. 
that old school Dustin Rhodes, you know, scoop power slam, that quick hip turn. Like I fucking love that. And Cody does it just as good as Dustin does. Um, but the, the pop of the night, man, I called it fucking orange. Yep. That was the shit. Man. I thought I, and, I jumped up when that happened. And I was like, Tommy fucking called it. And Mariah looked at the TV, like just clueless <laughs> as to what was going on. And I'm like, yeah. he called. I, I was so pumped. I was like, he fucking called it. Oh, that was awesome. I was, I was bummed because I said it would be on Cody, but I mean, it's cool to get that kind of like that double turn from Arn. To, I, I liked know, how, yeah. it. Yeah. It, it was more towards Tully than anything. And I liked how Tully like he was sick of the shit. Him up upstage, like like what yeah. the hell, dude? What the hell? Like we're yeah. the horsemen. That was pretty yeah. cool. That was great. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was. There's nothing else to be said. It was just a good was, old school. It was match. a good old match. That's what it was. I enjoyed and, it. And that was and that spinebuster was as good as it's ever been. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, now we get the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon, and Ray Phoenix defeated the Young Bucks to retain the AAA World Tag Team titles in a Escarera de la Muerte match. The Staircase of Death. This was a uh, show stealer for sure. Um, the, yeah, this was. It definitely, it definitely took it, a little. It, it was the match of the night. Oh yeah, and it took a little there bit of so wind many out spots. of the It definitely did. Yeah, and pops, like. There and Amanda and little Tommy watched it with me the whole show, but man, there were I mean, I cringed several times during this. Match. Oh, yeah, the the double uh Canadian destroyer off the ladder onto the table. Uh, Matt hit that, you know, got that from Penna, and then uh, the spot where Nick hit the rope on the going on the outside, yes, when he flew Dude, off the ladder. That, I was like, I cringed because I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, like I thought it was gonna make him mess up but he tucked and went through yeah i stood up and go what the fuck nick (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a rough that was a rough and amanda just looked at me like i was emotionally invested in that like i literally thought he was gonna be hurt that was a rough spot dude it was it was sketchy uh i loved i loved the heat that matt got when he took penna's mask yeah dude that was crazy i did not expect they fucking booed his yeah i did not expect them to boo so hard but that just shows you that it doesn't matter what country you're in everybody respects the lucha rules that's awesome i loved that spot and and i i said this was the match where i was like out loud I was like, I can't believe he just did that shit. Like, you can't do that. It was definitely that. a heel move, man. But it was like that des- – it was also that good story of, like, I'm desperately trying to get these titles. What do I do? Yes. And that is what did it because Penna was trying to go for the belts and Matt takes his mask off and he immediately jumps and then when down. They, like, covers his face I and I love when they down. punished him on the ladder outside, too. Like, they got him and was like, let's yes. fucking do this. Like, that was – they. It's little. It's like all the little pieces you can see when you watch in retrospect. You're like, that was part of the story they were telling right there. It was like, let's fucking. He took my mask off. Let's hurt him. So it was. A, it was a show stealer, dude. If if nothing else, you don't watch from this show. Watch. Try to find this match somewhere because it's a. Good, it's definitely fun to watch. I I have I. Tr- when I watch this, I, I always compare to the Hardys and the Bucks, that last match of the Hardys before they came back to the Fed. Yep. So I always kind of yep. compare all their ladder matches to that because if I always just – they're just the kings of ladder matches, dude. Whenever there's a ladder match, I compare it to 
the Hardys. And I think if there's another generation of good ladder guys, it's obviously the Bucks because they're spot monkeys and they can jump around on the ladders and do all kinds of crazy spots. But uh, And it, it's it's funny because Amanda goes, she just looked at me after the match and she goes, they remind me so much of the fucking Hardys. Yeah, man. It's just like them when they were, when they were in their prime. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. You can tell they were definitely influenced by oh, them. Yeah. They're, they're nowhere, like, they're nowhere just ripping them off. No. But, I mean, you see spots where it's like, I totally could have seen Jeff do that. Yeah, well, and most of the spots are Jeff spots because Matt never was, like, the the crazy one. But he did spots like that. He just wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't the one that was, like. It was a lot of guillotine leg drops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, man, this match was, it was, it was really good. And, you know, like I said, I figured the Lucha Bros. Are the Lucha Bros signed with AEW? Are they with them? Okay, that's what yes. I thought. Yes. Yes. And then. But Matt, Matt and Nick did say in their post uh, presser that this was the end of the AAA tag titles in AEW. Oh, good. Okay. So when we do see Lucha Bros, they won't be bringing, they don't want another promotions belts on their show, which. Makes total sense. It was the same with Kenny at All In when he didn't come out with the idea of yeah. WGP. And I was so bummed because I wanted to see that belt so bad. But And then we got LAX uh, debuting after. Oh, yeah. That was that cool. was a That was a big pop, too. And I I, re- I really hope they go, they go by Dead Presidents here. That in, in would AEW. be awesome. I think that's a yeah, cool name for them. I like that. Um, we'll probably see them make an appearance on the first episode of AEW. I'm I'm looking forward more and more to this first episode. And and it was kind of like rumored that LAX was coming in and that would be Jericho's mystery partner. So that that's uh, what I'm assuming is gonna happen. Which is which is kind of strange because Jericho and LAX don't really have They've never even I mean, connected. As far as I know, I don't I don't think no. they connect yeah. They might have like known in passing, but I mean obviously LAX probably knows who Chris Jericho is, I would freaking hope if they're wrestling, yeah. but I, I, you know, Jericho's still, you know, I'm, but he's with the times, so you don't really know. We don't know. I, I say that I'm looking forward to the first episode a lot, and I am, but what I'm really looking forward to is, like, the 12th and the 23rd and the, just the random episode. I'm looking forward, because I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what their just standard, regular, week-by-week product is, because the first episode's not going to be a normal episode. The first episode, really, what I'm looking forward to is the intro. How does it yeah. start? Is it fire and buildings? and? <laughs> it's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
Uncle Terry on the side of a building yeah. ripping his shirt. <laughs> but no, I, I'm looking forward to like mid AEW. I want to see what their show looks like, what they're doing, what their weekly product is, what their format is. I'm looking forward to seeing all that. We- yeah, like week 11. Yeah, like, I like see week that. one's going to be cool and everything, but it's also just going to be a free, free pay-per-view. Like a pay-per-view. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna hold nothing back in yeah. the first episode. So main event, AEW World Championship. Chris Jericho defeated Hangman Page for the title. There was that 1% that I've been talking about for three weeks now. The 1% to 10% that Chris Jericho could win. And uh, I never thought I would be somewhat bummed to see him win. That <laughs> was... You took the words out of me. Dude, I this was kind of one of the swerves I was mentioning, but like I I'm just I wasn't mad, but I was like kind of disappointed that Hangman didn't get to be the inaugural champion. But I understand it from a political standpoint. Yeah. We get it. The the, the funniest thing is I own one piece of AEW merch and that's the AEW's Jericho shirt. However, I I love Hangman, and I wanted I wanted him so bad to be yeah. that first champ. But like we said, we get it. Um, I I honestly don't think Jericho will be champ that long. No, I was wondering. I I think if he doesn't lose it on that third show, he loses it at full gear. And it's also like the political reasons being the first ever champion is Chris Jericho. That's obviously a big one, and the second is gonna be who beats that and who like everybody tune in to AEW on tnt look chris jericho's back on tnt after 20 years and he's got the world title of this company it's like he's a he's a channel changer like holy shit chris jericho's on tnt right now with the title dude get on there right your common fed fans are gonna be like holy shit chris (laughs) jericho's the champion on tv yeah in the u.s yeah on tv on cable cable TV. tv in the u.s so I like it, but I'm also I'm very anxious for Hangman to get the belt, and I really hope he's the second champion because that dude totally deserves it, and I really want to see that happen. Now let's talk about the match. Yeah, uh, <laughs> match was good. <laughs> it, it really was. I I loved it. It was a good story. We saw Chris Jericho run to the outside, which we've never really seen. Even as a heel, you don't see Chris Jericho run away mm-hmm. from an opponent. I like that this was not a street fight like we saw in Japan a lot with Jericho. Um, I mean, it had its spots. Um, but, man, just they told a really good story. The emotions were there. Like you said, I mean, we all wanted Hangman to win, I think, for the most part. His parents being ringside was a big deal. It yeah. really helped tell the story. It was kind of like Stu and Helen Hart mm-hmm. is what it reminded me of as, you know, that family aspect. Uh, Hangman coming out on a fucking awesome. horse. That was yeah. the shit. I, I knew he was going to do it, but I I didn't believe it until I saw it. Um, and the fact that the horse's name was Hunter was Horse it Helmsley. Really? I thought I that was hear- funny. Yeah, they said that <laughs> on BTE. That. They did it on BTE That's yesterday. That's awesome. Hunter, Hunter Horse um, Helmsley. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but just... But, man, Jericho still got it. His mannerisms in the ring. Uh, the spot with him and Aubrey Edwards was awesome. 
Uh, and I said it on Twitter, a little spoiler for today's show, that she's yeah, a fucking she's awesome. star. Dude, she is the, I mean, she is the best, most animated fucking rep yeah. I've ever seen. She sold the shit out of the fucking match, and that helped tell the story. Uh, if anybody doesn't think a ref doesn't have a big part in a match, you're lying to yourself because they are a big part of the match. You just don't see it in the Fed. But, man, she did a great job. It was cool to have a woman uh, have such a big spot in the main in a event. huge match. The first, the first title match in AEW history, and they, they have a female referee. I think that's great, and that's and what I think this company she is be, about, too. I think she should diversity. always be the title referee i think she should be the main event yeah, referee she for was, sure I, she, she was she's like one of the she talent awesome dude. she's she's like you said she's animated man she did a really good job so that two count where the camera is right on her and she's like laying down and like holds up two and her face like just like mm-hmm. she looks exhausted that was so fucking good such good did you see out. that sign in the um, crowd dude the, it said the graveyard yes, dogs, yes, and I it did. was a yes, picture of Vince, and it said such good shit. I was yeah. laughing so hard. Yeah, dude. And they kind of they kind of oh, they kept it, they kept it there. It. <laughs> they didn't they didn't cut that For camera. Dude. Minute, they kept yeah. it there. That yeah. was awesome. I loved it. You know they were. That popped the boys. Oh that yeah, popped the boys in the back. That popped Moxley for sure. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh he my god, that. that was great. Um, and, and you know, I. I I like the Judas effect. I thought that yeah, I, I like think it. that move is is good because it, it kind of once again comes out of nowhere. You have to get that verbiage out of our systems, but uh, I mean he and it. I mean it looked legit. It looked like he popped him, and uh, you know, like you said, you wanted to see uh, blood yeah, in the Cody Sean Spears match, but yeah, but we nice get it here, and that's too. kind of oh yeah, yeah, it was solid. It was just. It was just enough. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't too much to get kind of everybody going, like, Cody's chair shot. But, yeah, it, it, it was just – it was a really good match. And, Hank, like everybody said, Hangman has nothing to, like, hang his head about because he put on a good show. It was really the first main event yeah. he's ever been in. And, and for, the, for a major title now, because it is considered a major title, it, it's, a, it's a big deal. And – I think if nothing else, it's going to help him get even. Yeah, he he looked great even with in the a match loss. and Jericho. Jericho would never make him not look great. Jericho's a Jericho's one no. of the biggest professionals in the business, so he knew he knew exactly how to go about this match so that Hangman was, and I'm sure all the agents did too, but. Hangman looked great. Chris Jericho looked great at 48, and man, it was just. It was a good main event. I'm excited for TV, but like I said, I'm ready to see like the normal TV episodes and see what their what their product is. Let me just say real quick and put it to rest. I had never felt like a kid on Christmas who didn't get what he wanted so much when CM Punk didn't come out because I was I was so <laughs> I was really This is the show where it was like he he either does it now, yeah, or he's it's done. It's now or and never. He's done. He didn't come out. I was definitely – that kind of made the end of the show for me a little bummed because when he was walking up the ramp and I was like, did you hear the dude counting at the end too? He goes, seven. Six. Yeah. And I was like, no, CM Punk. And, then, dude, I was so bummed because I was like – he was at StarCast, <laughs> but they were just trolling us. That's what it was. They gave the fan 
And they were trolling us yeah. as well as they gave the fans that chance to be like, Punk, are you coming back? Whatever. But he did say if Triple H and Vince called that he would not talk to them. But, yeah. I was definitely um, bummed. I, I, wa- I watched the whole interview with Punk from StarCast, and I, I, I actually want to make sure you have, still have my login for that, yeah. for Fight TV, because you need to go watch it, because you're going to love was, it. I've seen a lot of clips. Um, he seemed in a good mood, I watched actually. it while I was doing dishes yesterday. Yeah, he, he, he was very uh, – he didn't hold anything yeah. back, really. Uh, he was very positive. Uh, he, you know, he even like when he no came tap. out, he had a hat on. And before he, yeah, before he sat down, he said, you know, let me take my hat off so you can yeah. see me. <laughs> like he, like that's that's a cool dude move. That's not yeah. being a dick. Which is, I mean, in all honesty, I kind of expected him to be a little dick because he is, He's a but he wasn't. Cop, he, was, dude. he was positive. So he it was is. good. Yeah, straight up, that's CM Punk. <laughs> but like, but. I, I know yeah. he's just been harassed for five years now, dude. He's just been harassed and harassed and harassed. And I, but that, but I kind of have that mindset when somebody wants me to do something that bad and keeps harping me and harping me and harping me about it. Eventually, I'm not going like, to do Fuck it. You, exactly. I'm not going to do it because because you want me to. So that just makes me a fucking little little bitch for yeah. you, and I'm not going to do it. Fuck off. I just. <laughs> So I, I totally get it. I, if I was him, I wouldn't do it now at this point just because people want it so bad. And that makes your legend so much bigger. And he still sells fucking <laughs> yeah, t-shirts. exactly. I, I just, I literally, <laughs> that's the exact feeling I had in my stomach was I didn't get what I wanted for my birthday or I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas, but it's okay. Like I got a bunch of cool stuff, but I didn't get this thing that I wanted, which shout out to my parents. I've always pretty much had a, I've always had a good Christmas so and a good birthday, but it's yeah. that feeling of like, oh, I really wanted this to happen. And then it, like the show ended and I was like, oh, cool, Jericho's champion, but CM Punk's not in AEW. Like, I shouldn't have went into it with that mindset because I'm just a CM Punk guy, man. And I was so excited. I was like, this is the show where he comes out. This is it because they have to have a big surprise. But as soon as I seen LAX debut, I was like, he's not coming because they're not going to have two big yep. debuts like that. So just one. I knew, but it's all right can just take it easy now i would love to see him back in the fed that'd be cool because then you know then it's like a reason yeah it's a reason to watch that stuff now but like he said in that interview he just wants to sit at home and hang out with his wife and his dog and they're rich so they're fine yeah yep yeah uh i love the ending after that initial shock of you know jericho winning and being kind of bummed just the white, like Jericho's walk up the ramp and when uh-huh. he kisses the belt and the camera zooms in on him. And as it's fading to black, Jared just goes, Jericho's the man. Like that was yeah. the way to fucking end the show. I love that. It was just that small little thing, but just the fact JR put Jericho even more over by saying he's yeah. the man. Like, did you that see was the awesome. after party? And then, <laughs> yes, I did. I was he's like, this is last next. shot. <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> Dude, me and Amanda were fucking rolling on that, dude. It was so That was great. Funny. But, like, it was awesome because when you switched over to the, the post-game show and, you know, it comes right with Jericho coming up the ramp. You're like, mm-hmm. he's coming through the curtain. And uh, Jen Sturger, uh, Decker or whatever, is there to interview him. He's like, I'll interview myself. And, mm-hmm. like, he takes over. And it's just Jericho being Jericho. And the Bucks are standing off to the to the side. And he goes... Oh, see that, Bucks? Yeah, Where's like, good job, Chris. You? No, thank yeah. you. Congratulations. You're welcome. Yeah, dude, he's just being Jericho. <laughs> that was so good. 
I'm the first AEW yeah. champ, Bucky Boys. And then, like, just keeps like, what are you on looking at and keeps fat on. idiot and, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look at you, yeah. you big idiot. What's your name? And then he just keeps walking. Like, he doesn't. I, like, it's, the champagne oh, part. He's like, Ugh, and he's like, ooh, last shot. <laughs> yeah. Because I was wait, I was waiting <laughs> for it. That was that was the best part. It's like he's gonna. Yeah, do a, that a was so funny, too. man. But like, and then like people didn't. I don't know how many of you guys that listen and girls that listen to the show uh, noticed the spinal tap moment. But he gets the little salami. He's like, oh, cheap salami, and then he does the olive bit from Spinal Tap. Yeah, like, who's in that. here? No one. And then a little guy in here can't even get decent olives. You need to watch Spinal Tap, dude. I heard him. I heard him say that. I knew it was a reference to something, but I didn't know what because it seemed too much. It seemed too like he knew what he was doing. There was a reference, so I didn't know what that was. Yeah, and then and then the little bit when he goes over and he's like, "Oh, a little of the bubbly," and then he goes, "It's a that part, (laughs) Chicago." And I I was like, "Why didn't he do the actual voice? Because he does it really well." Um, but that yeah, was a little I knew that one. Paul Stanley reference, and then yeah, and then the the shaking, <laughs> the uh, in, insinuating oh, of I the masturbation so with much. the champagne it bottle. So yeah, it was good. so good. Yeah. Ooh, last yeah. shot. <laughs> I wish I wish he would have. Yeah, I wish he would have said money good, shot, but it's it was fine because we all knew what it was. It was so funny. <laughs> I love that yeah. spot. Yeah. They cut, they cut it off at, like, the shittiest moment, though, because he's talking into yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, they like, cut it off. That was, that was kind of cut stupid. off your first champion? I I just um, I just assume that, like, somebody got mad that he did that. Like, they were like, eh, it's a little risky. It's not, yeah, but it's, it's not YouTube, any kind of. So. <laughs> but little kids aren't going to get that. They're not going to know, like, oh, they just, right. they're just like, oh, it's the last shot of champagne before he started drinking it or something. They don't get that it's, like, him yeah. blowing his load or anything. That's funny, man. <laughs> I, I fucking hard for that. I was laughing it, so it hard. So I was good. like, dude, that's funny. So I, I, I do look forward to Jericho as champion, but something tells me he keeps the belt on that TV defense, but he he might lose it at full gear, and I'm sure at full gear we'll learn of the next pay-per-view that's going to come, probably at the start of next year. I would assume they do one kind of at the start of the year, too, because they have double or nothing in, what is it, April or May? Yeah, May. It's Labor Day week, Memorial yeah. Day weekend. Yeah. So I feel like they have to have one or two at the start of the year. You said they're not going to do 12, so I see them doing, like, five or six. Plus those little, like, yeah. you know, Fighter Fest and... Qu- quarterly and then a couple of little yeah. ones that are probably going to be free, yeah. like they have been on VR Live, which I I would love that. I think that's a good way to, to keep an audience and get more people to watch is by giving away a yeah. couple of big shows. Um no, don't, don't do WCW and give everything away. But they're So far, I mean, tickets are selling pretty fucking well. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to have that problem for a while. But I I, I thought it was a good show. Uh, I, I liked All In Better, but once again, I was there. Double or Nothing was good. I kind of, I kind of, I liked Double or Nothing a lot because I love that Jericho Kenny yeah. main. But... I don't know, man. I just I I felt really. If I could get a perfect combo of Double or Nothing and All Out, which maybe Double or Nothing was just the vibes. That maybe that's all it was. But All Out had yeah yeah because it was the first perfect kind of singles matches, and then Double or Nothing was so many. It was like a New Japan card, dude. It was so many tag matches, but it it was good. Yeah. But I would say if you combined. 
the mystique of Double or Nothing and some of the big pops for that with All Out, you have the perfect show. I enjoyed All Out, but like I said, there was just something about it that was – I wasn't like – I don't know, man. Like, I need to rewatch it because it was a great show. So, I don't know. Maybe I just should have sat and stared at the TV for th- four hours straight and not moved. Do you do you think maybe it's because you kind of already have an idea of what you're to expect out of the show? And Double or Nothing, we went into it not knowing what it was going to look yeah, like. Set up yeah, the stage, yeah that's, the... that's probably a big part of it. And I was looking for a Moxley-type debut. I really was. And I think that was a letdown for me. Yeah. LAX is cool. Even if it wasn't Punk, dude. Just I thought there would be some kind of big surprise. But Jericho winning the title is probably that big surprise. And I can't, I can't expect them to just keep signing people. Because like they said, they're already stacked. They have a, they have a good roster. They can't yeah. keep signing people to take away from other people. So, you know, we have our main eventers set. We have Moxley. We have Kenny Omega at some point. We have a hangman, hopefully a second champion. We have uh, Jericho, which he'll probably linger around in the main event scene. And then I assume when he loses the belt, he starts some shit with some other talent and he puts him over. He's basically going to be enhancing talent while he's there, while looking really good. Which which I'm assuming that we're actually going to get hangman and pack at full gear because during That'll hangman's be presser, pack com- comes out. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what's going to that happen. Um, do that feud or whatever. Because yeah. they didn't get to do it double or nothing. But here's a question. Were you surprised by the reaction that Jericho got when he won? Because there was a huge pop. Yeah, because I think we might have been, maybe we were like the smarts who thought we knew, and we were kind of the lesser. Everybody, I think, kind of knew that Jericho was going to win. Because after looking at, after looking at Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, a lot of people were saying Jericho was going to take the win. A, a lot, a of, lot our of our fans. fans so I think maybe we were the, maybe we were the lesser yeah. of the opinion. I thought Jericho would have been the uh, less popular opinion, but. But like, but like we said, I mean, we weren't, we weren't. So I mean, we weren't. I was sho- I, I wouldn't say yeah. shocked. I was surprised. But but as soon as it happened, I was yeah. like, I get it. I like I knew what that was all about. But no, it was it's all right though. Like I'm not I'm not mad about it. I was definitely just weird about it. I was like, okay, this is interesting. And I still yeah, I just still have like this like weird feeling in my wrestling gut that's like, I I just don't know, man. I was like, I, but I'm I'm hoping it it just it it. In their defense, it doesn't make sense for Hangman to be the champion on the first Yeah, TV and that's show. where I was saying the politics thing. Jericho's obviously the first champion yeah. politically. Hangman isn't someone yes. that's known on national TV. Chris Jericho is. So that's a channel changer. So you build Hangman up and make him right. look good on TV. Maybe he doesn't get the belt on that first defense. Maybe Jericho faces a, uh, you know... He faces a... Maybe Dustin Rhodes or something. That'd be fun to watch. Jericho wins... You never know. That would you be get, cool. They'll to watch. give us yeah. a cool title defense because they haven't announced it yet. But you, I think, I think, yeah, I think Jericho is for the limelight. Stays in the limelight right now, and Hangman gets built up and built up and built up and looks badass. Well, and Jericho's not going to be there forever. 
Hangman is He's going to be there probably until he retires if they're around that long, which hopefully they are. Well, yeah. TNA's been around a long time, so they'll be but around I mean, a long time. <laughs> That's... <laughs> but, I mean, you think about it, it. You know, he's 28. He's 20 years yeah. younger than Jericho. So if he's around 15 years even, like, we yeah. have plenty of time to see that. So, I, I mean, even in that aspect, not even politically, just as far as father time goes, it's like, you're you're putting a stamp on your company by having a, a solid, solidified fucking star on your show yeah. as your first champion. And 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 that looks back, you know, fifty years from now when people are go like who like when like we do, like when we look at the, who was the WWE champion in yeah, five, whatever, you know. <laughs> and then yeah, Uncle Terry. But like, you know, fifty years somebody's gonna be like, Oh yeah, who was the first AEW champion? Oh, Chris yeah, Jericho. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard about him. I've seen something he did because that's the kind of that's the kind of star power he has, and then the people are going to find him in you know twenty years and be like, "Holy crap, Chris he, this dude was um, awesome." When his career is all set in stone and he's not an in-ring talent anymore, he goes down in history as a Stone Cold, a Hulk Hogan, a Rowdy Piper, a Macho Man. He's one of those guys because he had his time in WWE. It just wasn't at the peak of yeah. WWE, like late two thousand and one. For me, I loved 2001 and 2002 and WWE, and Jericho was kind of in the spotlight then. But uh, the 08 feud with Sean, that was awesome. And but he, but he didn't, he didn't have that. No, he, ne- he never really back then had that until he left the Fed. Man, well, actually, his last couple years were good. Too. Jericho. J- Jericho gets so much better with time. They say it all the time on commentary, and I feel like they oversay it, but they don't because he he has reinvented himself time and time again. And I like this, I like this rock star and veteran and all that stuff that he is right now. This crazy dude, and I loved how his screen, like his Titan, his uh, video said Painmaker and uh, Am I Evil? Yes, I am. I, am. I love that reference. So like, yeah. he's. I, I see him having at least a solid two-year run in AEW. At least, like, a solid, like, he's on TV all the time. Um, Mariah said, she, she was like, I don't know how his wife deals with him never being home. And I was like, well, when he's on tour and he's on wrestling, she doesn't see him for, like, three months. But he's he's got enough money to just fly home and say what's up. And that's what I told Yeah, her. and he does, like – uh yesterday his instagram he did you see where he was family. like taking a sip and then he like smiled yeah that was funny yeah 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 that's what i'm talking about i'm like even you know when he had he's the, you know he had the belt with him. chris irvine you know he had the belt with him on the boat. oh yeah sure why no not? yeah where are you at anyways uh <laughs> i gotta go pay rent so we should probably wrap up the show yeah uh, i got i got you yeah, I felt it was coming. But anyways, all out. Check it out if you haven't watched it. And check out our new podcast as well at Podcast Classics with Tommy and at Music Lounge Levi with me. Talking about music and he's talking about classic pay-per-views as he watches along. Follow this show on Twitter at Hills and Quads. On Instagram at Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Me at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter and at Music Lounge Levi on Twitter, which is where I've been posting more often. And if you want to look at my pretty Instagram pictures, that's at Levi Zinfandel. And speaking of Classics of Wrestling Watch Along podcast, today I'm recording actually probably right after this because I'm all amped up now, so why not do it now? 
I am doing a watch along of WrestleMania 13 submission match: Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Special guest res- referee Ken Shamrock uh, from the Rosemont Horizon uh, it won the poll. So, and I tweeted out, it, "Give me some ideas for next week's poll," because I just had to pick some because I was in a time crunch and I'd like to give myself some time to think about it through the week. Um, but follow the show at Heels and Quads, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Miss Tommy Walter. On Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram, and of course, Classic Wrestling at Podcast Classics because why not have that kind of a name for or handle for my other show? And we'll talk to you next week with some sort of discussion. Some sort of wrestling discussion. And and, uh, also uh, follow Levi's Music Lounge at Music Lounge Levi on Twitter because I love it. If you like music, it doesn't matter if you like metal or death metal or deathcore <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Just music. Like, check it out. Industrial, whatever. Levi likes it all. And he even uh, mentioned Old Town Road yesterday, oh, yeah. which kind of made gonna me laugh a little bit. But it is catchy, dude. Road, I'm going to ride till I can't no Ride till I can't no more. Horse pack is a touch. <laughs> he says he says Maddie Black instead of Matt Black. So that for for the longest time when my kids were school, I thought yeah, I said my I got my in the in the back. And I'm like, what? They're in the back of the horse trailer. Well, because he when he's singing like that, something he's, got he's like faking a southern accent, and you got to watch the no auto tune video. Yeah, though. it's pretty funny. He's like, I'm gonna take this yeah, horse. No, it's not that bad, but he gets off he gets off <laughs> rhythm and off key and it's whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Alright, tell your friends. Anyways. We'll talk to you next week. Tell your enemies. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. credit card that gives you what you need now a low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances the PenFed gold contactless card is our lowest interest rate credit card you can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours visit penfed.org goldcard to receive any advertised product you must become a member of PenFed insured by NCUA Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.